Hey, what was that? Good morning. How are you? I'm good. 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 You're good. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everyone. Know. Welcome to The Last Brain Cell. Oh, yeah. I forgot you guys were here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what is on the agenda for today? We have an interesting topic that I've been wanting to talk about for a long time at this point. Um, it's about sleep chronotypes. Okay. So have you ever heard about sleep chronotypes? I know that there are like different sleep patterns that benefit different people. Mm -hmm. I don't know maybe if that's what you're kind of getting into. Basically, yeah. Because um, I know that there's like a long history of like how people slept before and how mm -hmm. people sleep now. And I know that before when we were in like the hunter-gatherer mm -hmm. era. <laughs> Which we are not anymore. Um, you know, people would sleep in smaller clusters mm -hmm. and like almost do like shift work and we would be awake for you know x amount of hours during the day be awake for this amount mm -hmm. of hours in the night and we would sleep in these little pockets in between so that's kind of what i know about the history of sleep right um but i know that sleep has evolved so much in this new generation it this new time is. and it still continues to yeah. evolve just based on what life has kind of come to and our lifestyle and, you know, taking in consideration that we're all working now Unfortunately. and, you know, everyone, everything is kind of oh, evolving around, um, or revolving around the, the nine to five shift work. Yeah. So what, what you got for me? So I found this, um, article It's from sleepfoundation.org. Um, I'll, you know, link it and everything like that, but basically there's like four different sleep chronotypes. Um, but before I get into all of that, what is your experience with sleep? I, I love sleep, <laughs> mm -hmm. but I also hate sleep. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people can probably relate, relate and have a <laughs> similar sentiment to that. Yeah. Um, I enjoy sleeping during the day. And I hate sleeping at night. I've always been like that. I have, even as like a kid, even as a baby, like I never wanted to sleep through the night. Mm -hmm. But my body naturally wanted to gravitate towards sleeping during the day. Yeah. So that's why like night shift worked very well for me when I did it. Mm -hmm. um, but I still struggle with sleep to this day. You know, I have never really ever been one to get down to a routine sleep schedule. Like there are some days I'll go to bed in the middle of the night and there are some days when it just sort of catches up to me and I have to sleep early, but I've never like stuck to a routine. Right. But my lifestyle never really Changed. held up to a routine yeah. because I work three twelves in a week. Like, yeah, it's hard <laughs> to have a, a more set routine whenever yeah. the rest of your but, life is But I routine. find that I'm still able to get through life just fine the way that it is. Kind of. <laughs> Depending on how early you want to meet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whenever we were talking about meeting today, I, I've got some stuff to do in the afternoon. And I was like, hey, like, can we meet a little earlier? And she said between 9 and 10. And I always know if she gives me a range, it's towards Later. the end of the range. Because <laughs> I texted her. I think it was like 8.45 this morning. And I was like, you up yet? And she calls me. And she's like, hey. I was like, said No. <laughs> Um, I feel like my sleep has been, it's always different. So I used to not struggle with sleeping at all. I know you're like one that would like be on a set routine, mm -hmm. be ready and in bed by like what, nine, 10 o'clock at yeah. night and wake up at the same time every single day. Like, and kudos to you. Like I've sure as hell I can't do that. Well, I can't anymore. Um, <laughs> It was weird because whenever I was in the Navy, I worked nights and it worked well for me because all of my friends also worked nights. So it was a little bit easier to like manage it, I guess you could say. Um, plus I was younger. Um, but since I've been out of the Navy, I've been like trying to keep up with my sleep and like make it a priority, especially whenever I was working the Monday through Friday job. Um, you mostly because miserable. I was so exhausted. <laughs> you were miserable yeah. though. Um, but I've always been more of a, like an early riser, um, and kind of go to bed a little earlier, but here within the past like month or so, I haven't been sleeping at all. 
like, I guess within the past couple of months, it's been like intermittent, but the past month has been like the most like worst part of it. Um, I would like not sleep at all. Either I would wake up every night or I would have like nightmares that were like making me not have good sleep. <laughs> um, and I've never really struggled with sleep for that long of a period before. Um, so I've been doing a lot of research on better sleep and how to like make that happen and like changes that I can make like in my life. Um, and I have this book, which actually has been on my bookshelf for Lord knows how long. I don't even know who bought it for me. I don't know if I bought it. I, I don't know, but I found it on my bookcase. Um, it's called the calm and cozy book of sleep. Um, and I'm not done with it yet. I kind of just read a chapter a night. Um, uh, but there's actually a lot of like really good stuff in here. And it kind of like, it talks about how our society nowadays views sleep and rest as weakness and like, oh, I don't need to go to sleep. Like, you know, I, I have all this stuff to do and they just don't like have sleep as a priority. And it's literally in here is like you sleep for like a third of your life. Yeah. If you really think about it. Yeah. I mean, eight hours a night. Yeah. And like sleep is whenever your body like regenerates. It recovers. It rejuvenates. Yeah. It recoups. Yeah. And it's like if you don't do that, <clears throat> like you're not – like you're you're being unhealthy basically. You know, people preach healthy and they like talk about diets and exercising, but no one ever really talks about needing sleep. Um. And there's like different changes that you can make, like making your bed a cozy place to be, like a peaceful area, dimming the lights, having peaceful music. It also says reduce clutter, which I'm going to have to work on that one. <laughs> Me and Ben were literally talking about that yesterday, but um, I'm really enjoying this book. You guys should really check it out. Um, it's been very helpful. So chronotypes. So there are four different chronotypes, and I'm going to kind of read them a little bit. So you've got the lion, bear, wolf, and dolphin. I know. I don't know who named them. But <laughs> <laughs> um, so it says that chronotypes can vary from person to person depending on genetics, age, and other factors. Um, it says some scientists believe that chronotypes may differ according to geographical location as well. Um, due to changes in daylight hours. Um, I do feel like my sleep changes whenever like daylight savings happens and like it gets darker in the evening. See, I, my body just doesn't quite follow like the sunrise <laughs> and setting uh -huh. and it's just never really done that. Mm -hmm. Like I just sort of listen to my body and I feel like if I like want to sleep, then I'll sleep. But if I feel like I'm not quite there yet, I'm not going to sit there tossing and turning in bed trying right. to because that's unhealthy too. Oh, absolutely. That's something else that like, they talk yeah. about in the and, book. And one thing that I've learned in therapy because I struggled with insomnia before, mm -hmm. I, I still do on the occasion. But, you know, she was like, do you do a lot of activities in bed? Do you lay awake in the, mor in the morning rolling around in bed for a couple hours scrolling through your phone? Do you lay in bed tossing and turning scrolling through your phone at night? Yeah. Do you do homework in bed? Do you read in bed? You know, do you do all these things in bed? You're not associating it with sleep anymore. Mm -hmm. You're associating it with other activities when bed should really only be for sleeping and sex. sex. Yeah. That's like a huge point in that book too. <laughs> yeah. It's like, don't do anything else in the bed but sex yeah. and sleep. Yep. And everything else, you do it on the sofa Go out, sit at, yeah, sit at yeah. the table or go outside, go somewhere else yeah. to do these activities while, yes, your bedroom is a cozy place and your bed is a very comfortable place. And it's very tempting to just mm -hmm. sit Be there in it. bed and create like a little cozy corner for yourself in the bed. But it ultimately is more detrimental. Yeah. Than I feel like a lot of people struggle with that though. Like if you like live with other people or mm -hmm. live with your parents, like your like place to get away is your bedroom and if you don't have some sort of sitting area in your bedroom you're going to automatically go to your bed yeah you know um it's a lot easier for like me because you know i i just live with ben you know and we really hang out on the couch and in our living space 
90% of the time. So we're only ever in the bedroom for those two things. Um, so like, it's a little easier for someone like me, but you know, like you live with your brother, which obviously hanging out with your brother isn't a bad yeah, thing. I'm still downstairs. I'm on the sofa. We hang out. Yeah. Like, there's really, you know, I never feel like I have to be cooped up in my room. Yeah. Know? But I totally get it for people who have multiple roommates or live with their folks or, you know, want to have a sense of privacy. Yeah. Usually the bedroom is your go-to. Yeah. Um, So I know that can be, like, really challenging for a lot of people. But um, if you can, (laughs) try to separate the two. Like, whenever I was in boot camp, um, we were only ever in the bed to sleep. They wouldn't even let us sit on the bed. You know, and that's, like, training your mind, like – bed is sleep <laughs> yeah you know well I know it's like some people they'll like set up their bedroom to have like a desk for like a working area mm-hmm. so that they can do homework do you know whatever they need mm-hmm. to outside of the bed or they'll create like a little find like a little comfy chair right yeah so where they can sit up and read or sit up and, and don't do other things laundry. or sit up and to watch tv rather than yeah. laying in bed to watch tv so I think those are probably some good things that you know people can incorporate or think about um, when they're kind of thinking about their own sleep mm-hmm. hygiene. Mm-hmm. And honestly, having like a, a nighttime routine is huge too. Like it says like, you know, you can't expect to be go, 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 and then get in bed and immediately fall asleep. Mm-hmm. You know, it, um, she talks about, um, like when you're a kid, you know, you're out there playing, minding your own business, doing whatever. And then an adult is like, Hey, it's time to get ready for bed. And you, you know, take a bath, you know, get into your pajamas, they might read you a story, like, and like, you're like, training your body to wind down for the night, and then you go to sleep, you know, so if you don't expect a child to be running around and then immediately fall asleep, don't expect yourself to do the same thing. Um, Which I thought was a really good, like, analogy to think about, you know. Um, Okay, so we have the lion, what I want both of us to do is kind of figure out which one of these we think we are. Okay. Okay. So the lion, um, that chronotype stands for the early bird. These individuals wake up early and are most productive in the morning, but may have more trouble following a social social schedule in the evenings. Um, it says personality traits associated with morningness include, that is a really long word conscientiousness Mm -hmm. and agreeableness um so typical lion schedule is wake up at 5 a.m most productive between 8 a.m and 12 p.m and bedtime is 9 p.m so it says 15 percent of people are lion chronotypes okay okay so this one's the bear um the bear hibernate (laughs) pretty much yeah um the bear chronotype makes up about 55 percent of the population people with this intermediate chronotype tend to follow the sun they do well with traditional office hours but also have no problem maintaining a social life in the evenings um so it says bears are naturally social and tend to wake up around sunrise and go to sleep around sunset so, like, the typical schedule will be wake up at 7 a.m., most productive between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m., and then bedtime is 11 p.m. So, I do feel like that's, like, the typical, yeah, yeah. Um, that most people follow, especially the, the 9 to 5 people. Um, then we have the wolf. Um, so, the wolf chronotype is equiv- equivalent to the classic night owl and is believed to make up approximately 15% of the population. Traits typically related to eveningness include neuroticism. Okay. Neuroticism. Neuroticism? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Neuroticism. I do apologize, guys. You know words are not my um, thing. Um, And openness. So wolves are creative thinkers. They are most productive in the afternoon and like to go to bed late. So the typical schedule is wake up at 9 a.m., most productive between 1 p.m. and 5 p.m., and then bed is 12 (laughs) a.m. 
All right, so last but not least, we have the dolphin. The dolphin chronotype is based on the ability of real dolphins to stay alert even while sleeping. Human dolphins are most described as insomniacs, makes up 10% of the population. Um, dolphins are sensitive sleepers with fragmented sleep patterns and rarely keep a regular sleep schedule. Um, so it says the typical schedule is wake up at 6 a.m., most productive between 3 p.m. and 7 p.m., and bedtime is 11 p.m. I'm sure there's a nap in between somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> there has to be a nap. There has to be. <laughs> What do you think you're most like? I feel like I can flip-flop between the dolphin and the wolf. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Because I'm thinking lion and bear for me. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Because the 5 a.m. for the lion, that's a, that's a little much for me. That's a lot much for me. Yeah. But I am definitely most productive between 8 a.m. and 12 p.m. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it really quite matters when you're waking up, but I think the point is that you're waking up earlier Early. than normal yeah and i'm definitely most productive like in the morning see i'm most productive in the evening like around like that three o'clock is when i'm just like okay it's time to go shopping it's time to clean my house it's time to do everything that i want to do between three and seven <laughs> see, i have i have night classes on tuesdays and thursdays so i it's from like six to about 10 p.m ish. yeah and like i'm off 90 percent of the time like the rest of the day and, like, I get so much done, but then by, like, 3 or 4 o'clock, I'm ready to take a nap. And I know that if I take a nap, I won't make it to class because I'll be done. I will not be able to wake up. <laughs> so, like, the night classes are so hard for me because, like, I'm just ready to just lay in bed and, like, lay on the couch and not do anything because mm -hmm. I've been productive the rest of the day. It's so hard. Yeah. But also, like, it fits my schedule, unfortunately. Yeah. And I don't think there's anything wrong with a nap. I really don't. I I, enjoy, I love a midday nap. <laughs> I remember there was one time that me and Rosa were sitting there watching Harry Potter whenever I was making her watch them. And we were both, like, doing the head nod. You were it like was so bad. And I paused it and I looked at her. I was like, I can't stay awake. I was like, do you want to take a nap? Yeah. I was like, let's. Let's just set like a 30-minute timer, take a nap, and then we'll wake up and continue the movie. And sure is how we did it. We literally slept for about 30 minutes, woke up, and then finished the movie. <laughs> like that's true friendship right there, taking naps together. And even sometimes just like a 10-minute power nap. Well, very rare for me. Yeah. Sometimes – Oh, I, I used to take like 10-minute power naps. It especially would be like, like a food coma. Like, after dinner, and I'm, like, so full, and I, like, just can't keep my eyes open. I'm just, like, super comfy mm -hmm. on the sofa. I'm just, like, babe, like, just, just 10 minutes. Let me just close my eyes for 10 minutes. I promise you. <laughs> but, see, I tell Ben that, and then he goes to wake me up, and I'm just not. But I'll wake up. Like, I'll be, like, okay. Like, I'll feel good. So, sleep is, sleep is, like, such a sporadic thing for me. Like, I, I truly, like, I just, I listen to my body, and I know sometimes it's not always healthy to do that, yeah. to, to, but maybe re more to stay regular on yeah. a routine, but sometimes I'm just, like, my body's telling me to lay down, just take a quick nap, or... But, like, I feel, like, our bodies are not meant to sleep for eight hours. It's not. It's not. We're, we're meant to be sleep... Historically, yeah. we would sleep in, like, shorter increments and be awake for shorter increments as well. Yeah. And something in the book, it also says that, like, you know, there used to not be artificial light, you know, like lights in homes. Oh, we and, only had the sunlight. Right, exactly. And that's how people gauged their sleep mm -hmm. was, like, when it's dark outside, I need to sleep. Whenever mm -hmm. the sun comes up, it's time to get up, mm -hmm. you know. And, like, it says, you know, even though, like, artificial light is great, you know, that we have that invention and everything like that, it's really screwed us up when it comes to sleep. It has. And that's, I think that's kind of where we're still trying to figure out mm -hmm. how to build this new lifestyle yeah. around it. Well, and then but on I top of that, like devices too. Yeah. We have blue light. You know, we've got computer screens. We've got TVs. We've got cell phones. We've got all the things. Something that I didn't know um, was that 
light reduces your melatonin production. Mm -hmm. And it's saying in there, like, make sure that your bedroom is dark. Don't look at your phone for like 30 to 30 minutes to an hour before you go to bed because like your body's not going to start producing that melatonin until it's dark. dark, Yep. You know? And, um, so what I've been doing is we've got like the dimmer, um, lamps. So we like dim our lights at night, you know, to like try to get like into that, like I'm going to sleep mode. Um, I didn't really know a lot about melatonin. Like I knew it made you sleepy, but I didn't know. Well, yeah, just like the, the artificial pills the that pills, we take yeah. <laughs> to help you sleep. But yeah, the way that our body produces it's pretty cool. Like, yeah. Um, and I feel like there's so many people out there that are proud that they don't have to sleep that much. You know what I mean? And they like don't like prioritize sleep. And it's like – it's not a thing to brag about. Yeah. You know, um, and then they wonder why they're grumpy or depressed like, or, yeah, or, <laughs> or not even be able to like lose weight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like whenever you don't sleep, you can't recover. So your body holds on to whatever it can to stay alive. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Cause your cells renew and rejuvenate mm-hmm. while you're sleeping. Like that's a huge thing. Like one thing I know for me is like when I know it seems kind of silly, but like when I have like really bad breakouts on my Mm -hmm. skin, usually after like a good night's sleep, everything starts to settle. Yeah. There's less inflammation in your body, Mm -hmm. you know? There's just, there's so many things that like people just so much talk about like exercising and diets, Mm -hmm. but they don't talk about like other stuff that's also really important. You know what I mean? Like, um, especially like reducing stress, sleep can do that. You know what I mean? Or at least it can help. I mean, it's not going to fix anything. Yeah. I mean, I feel like maybe you could probably relate to that. I mean, I know you've been mm-hmm. saying that you have struggled with sleeping through the night lately and it caught up to you. So, um, I saw my therapist, I think it was last week. Um, because I was like, I, I need help right now. Like obviously what I'm doing, is not working. Like I need someone else to like help me through this. And, um, she asked me, cause you know, I, we've talked about this before on the podcast, but I have PTSD. So that's where like a lot of my nightmares come from. It's never been this long of a stretch before. Um, so my therapist asked me, she was like, do you think there was any kind of trigger or like, why do you feel like this is happening now? And I told her, I was like, I don't think there was one trigger, um, but I'm super busy right now. Like I'm, I'm working full time. I'm in school twice a week. Plus I'm doing clinicals, you know, plus I'm trying to keep house and home and everyone in it alive, you know, um, and then somewhere find time for myself. So I felt like I told her like my body is just using up everything it's got on the daytime. And then I have nothing left by the time it's time to sleep. And like, I don't have that resilience anymore, you know? So it allows like the nightmares. It allows things like that to like not help me sleep. Um, She's like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And it's kind of like a double-edged sword because I know the way to fix stress is to sleep. But I couldn't sleep. So it's like it was just kind of this snowball effect. Yeah, and then you have to take consider like what's your quality of sleep too. Right. Like, yeah, like yeah, you might be able to lay there in bed with your eyes closed for eight hours a night, but if you're waking up every three hours or right. you know, you're having a nightmare or, mm-hmm. you know. And something else was like before I went to bed, I had in my mind that I was already gonna have a nightmare. Mm. And like I was almost afraid to sleep. Which, in turn, made me not sleep. You know what I mean? Because like, because you're anxious I'm, about it, right? And I'm almost like resisting it. Um, so like, that's something else that the book says is, you know, you have to talk good about your sleep. You know, you have to talk like positively about it, and eventually, your body will associate sleep as a good thing. Yeah, I mean, your brain 
needs that training. It needs mm-hmm. to be trained to feel a certain way and associate right. a certain emotion with it. Like it, you, you, you can't expect your brain to just do that for you. Like that, right. that takes work. I, I read this thing one time. This doesn't have to do with sleep, but um, there was this guy talking about this girl in school and how every time she was happy or laughed or anything like that, she had one of those clickers, you know, like whenever you're training dogs, and she would click it every time she was happy. And <laughs> he's like, you know, like looking back, she was training herself. She to was be conditioning happy herself to be happy. That's insane. But like also kind of smart. It takes a lot of willpower to do that. I know. And like <laughs> also don't be the weird girl that's like clicking every day. <laughs> but like on the same hand, it's like so smart because. I mean, we are animals, and the clickers are for animals. You know what I mean? So, like, I guess it kind of works the same way, but it was just hilarious. I feel like, though, like, as humans, though, we're way more complex than just oh, absolutely. being yeah. able to do that for sure. But I think on a very, like, primal level, yes. <laughs> like, yeah, it makes sense. It does. <laughs> you know, and it kind of, like, goes along the lines of, you know, us training our bodies to love sleep, you know? Um, they said in there, even if you didn't sleep well, like don't talk negatively about it. Like if there's not something good that you can say about your sleep, then don't say it. Mm -hmm. Um, and your body will eventually like love sleep and see it as a positive thing. Yeah. I mean, our own words carry a lot of weight and a lot of value to ourselves. I think Um, that's, that's really important. Oh Yeah. Um, I'm in the part of the book now, too, where it's talking about, like, your nightly routine also, how, okay. like, that can make a huge difference. So what does your nightly routine so I'm look kinda, like? So I've kind of – I've been playing around with it. Um, well, previously, like, before previously, all of this. Yeah. Um, I would come home from work. I would immediately change because, you know, I'm in healthcare and I don't want that stuff on my couch. Um, but I wouldn't shower immediately. I would just change and then like lay on the couch and then like I would fall asleep, but know that I still had to shower. So I would reluctantly get into the shower and then into bed, um, which I knew was wrong, but I didn't want to change it. I mean, it worked for you though. Kind of. Like, I feel like you still stuck to a pretty routine schedule. But I think like falling asleep and then having to wake back up to shower and then go to bed it was kind of like a you know a a void in there that didn't really need to happen like if I would have just come home and showered immediately you could just sleep and just stay asleep right or even just go from a couch to the bed yeah you know what I mean like even that would have been fine um but now I've been trying to set like an actual routine um, you know, I come home, I shower immediately, you know, go ahead and get that over with. <laughs> um, and it also says in there to like play soothing music, like while you're in the shower, um, which I had never really thought about that. So I've been doing that, which is nice. Um, and then it also says like, when if you take a warm shower and warm bath, don't immediately get in the bed because your body sleeps better when it's cold. Um, so if you get into the bed while you're still warm, all of your energy is going towards cooling your body. So it's still like up and moving technically. So I just see like, longer. I just picture like cells just like bouncing. Yeah, down, exactly. So. <laughs> trying, to, trying to cool you down. So it takes longer to fall asleep. Um, and so I've been doing that. And then me and Ben are trying to like have a routine together, which I think really helps too. Um, you know, he's been reading, I've been reading, you know, so we try to put our phones down. We've got the lights dimmed. We've got a little sound machine with some like ours is, um, like a a light storm, you know, with like the rain and every once in a while you've got a little rumble in there. Um, no, no, but go on. (laughs) (laughs) I know. (laughs) Um, and I've been drinking, um, sleepy time tea. Was it just like chamomile tea or something? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, um, 
I drink that like while I'm reading and then I'll slowly like start sinking into the bed, getting closer and closer to the pillow. And, um, when I'm done with my tea, I kind of like do the head nod with the book and then I just kind of slowly close it and put it on the nightstand and then turn the lights off. Um, and it's been working pretty good. We've also got like a spray. It's, um, it's a sleep spray. It's got lavender and chamomile in it. So we spray our pillows with that. Um, that really helps also. So, and it's been working. So, um, as long as we can stick to it. Good. I'm glad. You don't like, um, sound machines? I don't. I can't do white noise. Like I have an air purifier in my room now Mm -hmm. and I can kind of hear it. Even though it's just like so faint, my brain will like fixate on that Mm -hmm. or it'll fixate on like like if you have like a noise sound. machine, like mm-hmm. I will fixate on that. I can't sleep with a TV on. Like, see, I need that. I, I, yeah, I know some people need that though. Like, yeah. I'm just one of those people that it just needs to be dark and silent, and that's gonna be like the best way for me to fall asleep. Don't take, don't get me wrong though. Like, there are multiple times when I have fallen asleep while mm-hmm. the TV's on, or yeah. I've got something on going on in the background. But like generally, like if I'm in my room, if I'm in my bed, and I have plans Honestly. to go to sleep. I generally have to make sure that it's like super dim, super quiet. The temperature has to be like just right. Like <laughs> the stars have to align. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, that's like Ben is one of those people that it has to be pitch black and no sound. Mm. So like it was really hard for us to get like something down to where we were both comfortable sleeping yeah. because I'm the complete opposite, you yeah. know? I and like, I think that's another thing. Like when, as we yeah. like, you know, get into our twenties and we're, you know, in more serious relationships and we start coexisting with someone, now you guys have to navigate, mm-hmm. well, this is how I sleep. This is how you sleep. Where's how the middle ground? Yeah. And then like, you, you guys are just both going to struggle for a little bit. Like, Cause like I would fall asleep to a movie. Um, and the Grinch. yes, the Grinch. <laughs> Every single time. It was always the Grinch. <laughs> um, but you've like associated that in your brain that if I'm watching the Grinch, I'm going to sleep. Yes. I have seen the beginning of the movie thousands of times. I can't tell you how many times I've seen the ending. <laughs> it's probably less than 20. <laughs> um, but having to like – because Ben, he doesn't want the TV on. And I'm like, okay, well, if we – can't have the TV on. I need something because when I lay in bed, my mind races. I mean, like I make shit up in my head. I go through my entire day and like conversations that I had, like how would I change them? And like, it's just like, it, it doesn't shut up no matter what I do. So I need something to fixate on. You know, so we've got our AC on, we've got a fan, we've got a, a air purifier, we've got the sound machine, you know. Um, and finally, I was like, could we try a sound machine? And um, he obviously he was willing to try it. So I found this one and we kind of sat down together and went through the different sounds um, to figure out like which one works best. Um, and then we chose the the light storm and there's like a a timer that you can set for like an hour or whatever it is and it goes off automatically so that's what we've been doing but over like our like the holiday break we I take the sound machine with us and uh, oh no it was the ski trip I took it with me I took it with us and I didn't turn it on one night or something. And Ben's like, where's our storm? <laughs> so now he needs it. Yes. And so we just play it all night now. So. <laughs> and, um, but like, it's one of those things like we've associated it with sleep now. So um, I, I love the sound machine. I think it's great. Did you like grow up in a louder household? No, not really, because I'm an only child. Well, I don't know. Like, maybe if you were going to sleep, like, was the TV on in the background? Like, was your dad watching TV or mom watching TV? Or so, was- all we did growing up was watch TV. Okay. You know, like, I, you know, I had my soccer that we'd go out and do, but, like, 
we were always at home and I had like one of those households that like, I wasn't really allowed to be in my bedroom while like everyone else was home and it wasn't bedtime. You know, like I had to be in the living room. We had to eat dinner together. Um, and we like, we watched shows together. You know, that was our like family time. And so like, whenever I would go from the living room to the bed, like I had a TV, you know, and I would always fall asleep to the TV or music or something like that. Um, so I feel like my brain is conditioned around the, to sound, yeah, you know, um, which is weird though, because during the day I, I don't want the TV on. (laughs) I don't want sound. (laughs) It's just when I lay down at night. You want the peace and quiet during the day and then have the noise at night. Oh my gosh, yes. (laughs) Just don't talk, please. (laughs) Um, Whereas Ben needs the TV on. Like, he needs background music. Which is so funny because it, like, it's opposite. Yeah, you guys are total opposites. Yeah. Um, But... I don't know where I was TV, home... Okay. I don't know. It just stopped. My brain stopped. (laughs) Oh, right. Anxiety. Um, I feel like a lot of the reason I need sound also now is because I do have anxiety and I have PTSD. So like if I don't have loud stuff outside of my head, then it's going to be loud inside of my head. And I almost need like sound to drown out. Mm. my head (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know what I mean which I guess ultimately is also not healthy but it works (laughs) if it works it works I feel like we sometimes focus so much on what's healthy like what's the healthiest thing to do Mm -hmm. that we like almost lose sight of like what's working for us and what doesn't work for us just because it works for someone else doesn't mean that it's right for you right like I have a very sporadic sleep cycle and you're probably like what the hell's wrong with you We had a sleepover one time, and I know that we've talked about it before, but we we went to bed kind of later. I don't remember what time we went to sleep, but we slept in the living room, made like a little pallet in the floor, and I got up at like, it was like seven or eight. I don't remember what time it was, but I was trying to let Rosa sleep because I know that she sleeps in longer, but I'm like sitting outside with the dogs. I ate breakfast. I, I drank like a tea or something, and... You know, then I'm kind of like, because she's in the living room, so it's like I can't. <laughs> just tiptoe around her all day. Yeah, like. <laughs> and I'm just kind of like, do I wake her up? Like, Yes, the answer is always yes. Just wake me but up. But I tried. <laughs> <laughs> I woke you up, and you're just like, yeah, just give me a minute. I'm just like, okay, well, I'm going to turn the TV on. Maybe that'll wake her up. <laughs> she ended up not waking up till like, noon. <laughs> I'm like, Rosa, I'm hungry. <laughs> Do you want lunch? <laughs> That's what ultimately got her up. <laughs> I remember watching the show Beef. I, I, you, might, you might have seen it on Netflix or something. Uh-uh. Um, but I, there was this one funny part, and it was like these two pu- people, they get like stranded out in like the middle of nowhere. There's like no cell service, and they're like trying to like forge for, like for food out in like this open, yeah. out of nowhere area. They can't find the main road. Oh, no. And he was like, one of the girls was like, how long do you think we can go without water? And she was like, maybe like 19 hours. And the guy was like, I've slept for 19 hours before. And she was like, who does that? And he was like, I was having a bad day. (laughs) Oh my gosh. The longest I've ever slept. I was in the Navy. Okay. And we had just had. I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about this because of legal issues, but we had an incident um, that required us to be at work. It was like six days straight and it was like 16 hour days. Like it, well, I, I worked nights actually. So it was, it was, it was a really bad time. Um, and then finally, when I had like, when we had our first day off, I slept for 12 hours. I woke up to eat and then I slept for another 12 hours. Like I was so exhausted and it wasn't like intermittent sleep. I mean, I was like out for 12 hours to the world. 
And like my body was literally like, we need food. So I stuffed my <laughs> we need face. need to survive here. And then I was dead to the world again for 12 hours. I will never forget <laughs> that. Um, that's probably the most I've ever slept in my life. I think the most I've ever slept was like 16 hours straight. I just – relative. What What is that to what? What do you mean? Like time-wise. Nine to – so nine to nine would be 12 hours. Mm-hmm. Plus so another, another – 12. Right? Mm-hmm. So 9 p.m. to like 12 p.m. Mm-hmm. I've never really been able to sleep in. So the only way that I can get that much sleep is if I go to bed earlier. <laughs> mm. I'm just – I'm not the early riser. Just, like I will do it because I have to for work. But like I will sacrifice some sleep in the night. There was this one morning. This is actually not too long ago that I don't know what it was. But my body was just so tired that I was sleeping in and I didn't didn't realize it. And Ben, you know, was at work and he knows that – like I normally get up around like between nine or eight and nine. That's usually like my get up time. And um, he apparently was like texting me. He tried calling me and like I wasn't responding. And he's like, she's he, dead. <laughs> he was so anxious. He came home on his lunch and came running into the bedroom. I'm dead to the world. All I see is like, I remember him like, in my face was like, babe, it's so late. And I'm like, what, where do I, what do I, I like, I thought I was like missing something and I had to be somewhere. <laughs> and he was like, it's 10 o'clock. And I'm like, okay. Like what? He was like, it's just so late. And he was like in bed with me. And I think it just really scared him because like, I don't ever sleep in. So he's like, what happened? And then he felt so bad for waking me up. <laughs> We thought you were dead. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, now you know how I feel when you don't respond to me. <laughs> Obviously, I didn't do it on purpose. But um, it was just funny because, like, that's how much I just don't sleep in. You know what I mean? It's oh, like, I love sleeping in. That's, like, the one of the best feelings in the world I love me. it, too, but I can't. I try. I really do try. Like, the mornings that Ben gets up, he puts the dogs away. So I, that's when I can sleep in. And I'll wake up at like seven or eight and I'll just lay in bed, like, please go back to sleep. And I just don't. And then I'm like, all right, fine, I'll wake up. You just aren't built that way. No. Built different. I'm built different. <laughs> <laughs> um, but do you have anything else to say? Not much. I mean, I think we've reviewed, you know, nighttime routines. Quite a bit, yeah. We talked a lot about our our own sleep patterns, and we dove into four different chronotypes. I think it's really interesting how there are very vastly different types of people. I mean, I know there are people who are like 4 a.m., like Steve. Oh, my gosh. This guy that we used to work with, he was insane. He's got to be on cocaine. (laughs) He's on something. Whatever he's on, I need to be on it. Dude, he – so he's a firefighter, and – he would, like, at the station, wake up at, like, 4 a.m., start cooking breakfast and, like, go run 12 miles. With his like, dogs and then go to work and then I, – I swear that man never slept. I tried to do the math once with him. I was like, just help me understand. <laughs> <laughs> How do you do it? So I'm like, okay, so you're telling me that you're coming to your second job right after the firehouse – but you wake up early and you do all these things outside of that. So where is sleep involved in this picture? It's not. Because he's 24 hours at the firehouse. And then he goes to his second job. Which is 12 hours. Well, well I guess he, he would do like He would do like an eight. He would do like a half day. But still, that's still almost like a full day of work for some people. But then he goes home and takes care of his... 20 dogs. 20 dogs. <laughs> like... And he talks about retirement, and I don't think he's going to be able to do it. What like, is he going to do? But, like. But, anyways, he's one of those that, like, yeah. gets up early. He's a go-getter, has breakfast at a certain time, has lunch at a certain time, has, like, a strict routine. Like, I could I could tell you exactly. exactly. If, if Steve is missing, he's eating. Yeah. So he went back down to the office, not caring about the orders, because he needs his lunch. <laughs> I always found that so funny. I'm just like, like, where did he go? Okay, bye. He's 
Jake's downstairs. All right. <laughs> That's why I loved being like his assistant. <laughs> I knew that we were going to get to eat. Oh, we're going to eat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, but yeah, he's one of those. I don't know. What, what, what was the early one? I think it was a lion. The lion. Like, I could probably put someone to every single one of those. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, there's so much more, like, on oh, this website. One thing that we forgot to talk about is, like, how – I don't know if you've really, like, dug into the gender, like, male versus female and the sleep mm-hmm. demands of men versus I think females. women need more than men. Women end they? up needing more, and they need more fragmented sleep than men do, which is why, like – the nine to five caters more to men. the men. Well, it's like and men, why they thrive right. in that nine to five, while as you and me can't do it. We can't, can't do it. It just doesn't work mm-hmm. for us. That's why, like, we're all fucking depressed. <laughs> like, <laughs> one of the many reasons. One of the many reasons, but like, yeah. we just don't thrive in that schedule where it's we work from nine to five, mm-hmm. but it works for men. Yeah. More often than not. Yeah. Well, it's like Ben, you know, he's a teacher, so he does the Monday through Friday, and, like, he thrives in that environment, and I don't understand it, but then whenever he Well, you've tried it, it. Yeah. And, like, then he looks at my schedule, and he's like, I don't know how you work 12 hours. I was like, I'd rather work 12 hours three days than... And have four days off to do whatever the hell I want. Right. Sleep in. Because when I think about it, the nine to five, like, you might as well work all day, because once I get home, I'm not going to do anything anyways. Yeah. Because I'm not going to have the energy. I mean, I think this is just like a whole other topic that we could probably get into as far as schedules and stuff. But like, I know that there is a like gender disconnect as far as sleep. Yeah. We need more sleep. We need a different type of sleep. We are on a different sleep schedule and it's not conducive to this current lifestyle that we live. Yeah. Which definitely, you know, puts a wrench in coexisting also. Yeah. And I know that like coexisting with your partners is always difficult. Like, yeah. Devin, I mean, he could pretty much lay his head down and just sleep wherever. <laughs> Men make me mad. And I don't know if Ben's the same way. I don't know if he just sort of lays yeah, down. He's just out. can't even cuddle because he's already he'll asleep. immediately fall asleep and then start twitching. And then I'm <laughs> wide awake. So I'm just like, go to your side of the bed, please. <laughs> I will say that Devin has to have like some kind of podcast on. Mm-hmm. And you know me. I like things to be like super quiet. So like... While he's like dead asleep snoring, You're I'm, I'm fixating onto the podcast. I don't even know what they're talking about, but it's usually like some sports podcast or something. Yeah. So I'm listening and I'm just like, oh, interesting. interesting. <laughs> so I'm just listening to You're this learning about I'm learning sports. about it. <laughs> While Devin's sleeping. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Because if to, like, the lights, it doesn't really matter. Like, he puts his head down on a pillow, has his podcast on, and he's out in, like, ten minutes. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm sitting here just, like, listening to the podcast. Like, I'm fixated on this now, and I'm just listening. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes if I know that he's asleep, I'll just turn it off. <laughs> I feel like it's my turn to sleep now. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh, my gosh. So, we have talked quite quite a bit about sleep um I didn't realize how big of a topic that it would yeah. be and become I mean like I said in the beginning sleep is a third of your life so it needs to be a big talk- topic you know what I mean like it needs to be talked about more and people have to like prioritize and I know that obviously our podcast isn't going to make everybody prioritize sleep but like I mean it, it needs I, I don't even prioritize about. sleep that much yeah. well I'm working on it so. I know you're working on it um, I probably should too, but yeah, one thing at a time, right? One thing at a time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I definitely think that it needs to be talked about a lot more, though, because that's something that society has kind of pushed aside. Well, yeah, because we live in this go 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 mm-hmm. society where it's always about work mm-hmm. and money and productivity and having a life, and yeah. you know. And I feel like people like peer pressure you into staying awake too there was a story in the book where there's this one girl in their friend group that if they have like a you know a get together game night whatever the you know thing may be this girl always disappeared and if there was like a new person in the group they'd be like oh like where did so-and-so go and they're like oh she's probably in bed sleeping Mm -hmm. and she would do that because if she 
would start saying, hey, guys, like, I'm getting tired. I'm going to go to bed. Like, no, stay up. Yes. Hang out. Like, no, like, here, take a drink. Like, you know, it's like people try to peer pressure you to stay awake, whereas she's like, I'm going to bed. I, it's past my bedtime. <laughs> like me, like whenever you guys are over, I'm just like, all right. It's time I'm, to go. I'm going to bed. <laughs> I, I'm going to go to sleep. You guys can stay or not. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, usually I'm the one that's like left awake at like get-togethers or like sleepovers. So mm-hmm. I usually always bring some other form of entertainment for myself. Like I'll bring yeah. a nook or I'll bring my switch or I'll you know play on my phone for a little bit. Or... Well, that's how I am like in the mornings. I've always been the one to wake up before everybody else. Yeah. Like always. And then I'm just kind of like, all right, <laughs> when's anyone going to wake up? <laughs> Come hang out with me. I'm bored. <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. I feel like we could talk for days about sleep. Yeah. Um, but um, I think it'd be really interesting for everyone to kind of share their sleep chronotype yeah. and what their experience with sleep is and, you know, their thoughts and opinions and their yeah. views on sleep and modern society and how all of that kind of gets – it entangled needs to be with a, each yeah, other. Yeah, it needs to be a bigger topic. Yeah. Um, and like I said, I'm going to link um, this article. I forgot what it was called. <laughs> um, I'll link this article in like the descriptions and stuff like that. So if you guys want to like go through and kind of figure out what your chronotype is. There's also so much more information in there about like circadian ryth- rhythms and all this other stuff. I didn't read all of it because, um, you know. I can't focus. I'm going to have to read. So um, <laughs> <laughs> um, please go through. Tell us what you think. Um, criticize our sleeping habits if you'd like. <laughs> yeah, I think the more criticism is going to be more on me than you. <laughs> You're the one that's a little bit more regular than I am. I try anyways. Yeah. Um, but. This was a really fun guys. topic to talk yeah. about. This yeah, was really fun. I really enjoyed this. I don't feel like we've been doing a lot of like talking podcasts. Yeah, and you know, Dean and I have games. been talking about it, and I think we're going to try to incorporate more conversational, focus yeah, topics and have you know deeper conversations about these types of things. While like you know the little vlogs and little shorts are like really fun, um, yeah. I think this is also just as important. Oh, absolutely, yeah, and it it's almost like a therapy session. <laughs> it is. I, I yeah. totally agree with that. Um, but thank you guys for listening, watching, whatever you're doing. Um, like, comment, share, subscribe. And share the love. And we'll see you next time on The Last Brain Cell. Okay, bye. Have a good one.